All right. Well, uh, hey, everybody. Uh, there's really no great way to start this, but as many of you know, um, and some of you maybe don't, but uh, just under a week ago, we actually lost Joe. Uh, he passed on, it was Saturday. Saturday morning. Yeah. Saturday the 14th. Is that what it was? I think that's right. Yeah. And uh, it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> to put it lightly. Um, so uh, a couple things. Uh, I've got Veronica here. Say hi, Veronica. Hi, Veronica. So a couple things. We we wanted to put something out there where we could kind of talk about uh, a bit about what happened, but uh, mostly, uh, I guess, have something between our old episodes and the ones that are yet to come, because I thought that it would be weird to just not do anything before the rest of them and pretend like nothing happened. Um, Joe Vaughn was one of the best people out there. He, um, I feel like that gets, that gets used a lot when people talk about people when they're gone, but I feel like most of those people are lying. Um, with Joe, it is true. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like you guys got a sense of that via this podcast. Also, I should let you know, um, <clears throat> full disclosure, I tried to record this episode thing that we're doing now uh, at least twice <laughs> before <laughs> asking Veronica to come over. Um, the first time I did it, late at night um, when uh, Joe was still with us and it did not go well and nobody will ever hear anything that I ever said because it was mostly just sobbing and trying to talk and those two things don't go together well with me. I don't know many people that can talk real clearly when they're crying but I am not one of them and then the second time I tried it in the morning because I lack emotion <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> and it it just it also wasn't working. So I needed help. And Veronica was also one of Joe's best friends out there. So um and yeah. I lack emotion generally. Nice. So although this past week has been a little different for me. <laughs> a little filled. Good I don't God. know what this water is coming out of my face. <laughs> It's salty. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a joke in there, but we'll save that for later. <laughs> anyway, we're we're sitting here. Uh, we're drinking. I believe we had it on an episode a long time ago. Joe spent so much tr- time trying to locate. I could hear that, by the way, through the microphone. You're Thank welcome. You. <laughs> it's really good. He tried to he tried to track down this bush light apple. And it is good. I haven't had a sip yet. Mm. But um, it is expired, by the way. But it doesn't taste like it doesn't taste any different than the last time I had it. Then we need to get the rest of the case and finish it off. (laughs) But it is expired. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. Um, Yeah, I don't like I don't know if I should get into details about what happened or you know i don't know we why why don't you start with um talking about joe's choice to share it on the podcast share his journey oh yeah so when joe was diagnosed with stomach cancer it was like where the stomach meets the esophagus Uh, it was a pretty scary time as anyone would imagine but uh, I remember we were actually up in his parents' attic. We were going to have a 
for some reason we were recording an episode up there. We decided to do it up there. Um, and I have no idea why, but I talked to him a bit and I said, I'm going to leave this up to you because we had done a podcast before we had the, we've got nothing podcast and uh, we had a lot of fun with it. But then, um, when that was done, you know, we, we, we eventually started this, this new one. And I wouldn't even say that we rebranded or anything. We just, it's the same thing, but a different (laughs) name, just basically us fucking around. And, um, I said, uh, do you want to talk about it on the podcast? And I believe that he, he thought through it plenty. And he said that he, he thought that it would be good, that it would be a good way to stay in contact with everybody and and to talk about what's going on maybe a bit therapeutic you know and um he just dove in and put it all out there um uh yeah i guess i don't know how how detailed i want to get just because it's so sad but um i i found out something recently that that I didn't know. And it's not like really a huge thing, but Joe told me everything else that, that the doctor had said to him. And after he was gone, uh, his dad, Bill, uh, who's an amazing person, um, kind of recounted the, the appointment and what had happened. And he said that the doctor looked at them and and said all of the things that Joe had repeated to me, including that it was stage four and, you know, even stage four doesn't quite mean what it used to mean. Uh, You know, there's a there's a higher rate of success, survival or whatever. You can you can write it out longer or whatever um, and all of that stuff. Uh, But. The thing that the doctor said that Joe never repeated to me was, this will kill you. And so that was that was pretty, that was a pretty powerful thing to hear. And I understood in that moment why Joe never repeated it. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he told anyone that. Yeah, like, and I outside mean. Outside of that room. And maybe it was implied you know, with well, everything else. And I, I mean, I didn't know anything about I, cancer or, you know, you know, I knew it existed. Yeah. I knew that people got cancer and it's terrible and all of that. But I've never had firsthand experience with it or secondhand, whatever the fuck you call it that we just did. So, um, well, but yeah. I just I just went through a bunch of messages with Joe today and I saw one that said, it's stage four, but this is not a death sentence in all caps. Yeah. I was like, all right. What are we going to do? <laughs> he did say that. He did say that a lot. And maybe that's also something that the doctor said. Or maybe he just subbed that. I don't know. Um, but and yeah. Maybe he, that was for us. He told me. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, he told me about this. Uh, th- there was another thing out there that uh, subsequently, eventually, the the family would get on and, and share details through this thing called Caring Bridge. That it's almost like a like a blog that that can be updated with details, which is very handy. But he said he didn't want to do that. He that was not his style. That this was more of his style. So, um, yeah. So he wanted to talk about it in the podcast, and I think it helped him a lot to do that. Um, so yeah, that's that's that. Uh, Bill put it um, really well that we were given a year and a half of Joe as like just kind of a a bonus where it, it it didn't, it wasn't affecting him at all. He did, he had to go to his appointments. He had to do his chemo and get those different concoctions that were in there and uh, that would make him cold sensitive and all that other bullshit that he had to deal with. But, um, he did it. I, I'm not going to say he didn't bitch at all. Like he bitched <laughs> a little bit, but but he 
was just so strong through everything. And I, I hate that I have to say that when I'm talking about cancer and stuff. It just seems like it's so overused and whatever. But really, like, he made it seem like it was nothing. And you wouldn't have known if he didn't talk about it. Right. Which was amazing that he was willing to share with everybody every step of the way what was going on. Yeah. But it didn't change him. Mm-hmm. It didn't change the way he lived his life. I, and he never slowed down at any point. <laughs> right. He really didn't. Um. Yeah. We, you guys probably remember, unless if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, that I apologize. <laughs> so really, you haven't heard anything. Really previously. weird starting point. Um, but. <laughs> If you're just now tuning in, <laughs> fuck. Um, Turn it off and start at the beginning. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sometime back, he and I were at a wedding and he was just having severe hip pain. And um, and it was just odd and strange. And it was after that that we found out that the cancer had spread. And, um, you know, I, do, I don't want to talk about that that period too much, but... I I will say um I was really I don't know. What do you say? I we were all incredibly lucky to have him as a friend and uh just one of the kindest, most generous friends that you could have. And I think even if you just met him randomly you would get that sense i mean he was the friend that i could literally call at three o'clock in the morning when my car died on the way home (laughs) this is a true story on the way home from the bar and it's fucking freezing outside and your engine's just dead and, you know, it, it took a couple times ringing him, but but he came out and would wouldn't even mention it ever again. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, some some people would be like, remember that time that you <laughs> fucking woke me up? He would never do that. Um, I always say Joe never met a friend. He met best friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he just was able to connect with every single person he encountered and he was so supportive yeah. of every single thing. Looking on Facebook, I'm seeing pictures of Joe with people that I didn't know that he was that close to, but they're just smiling and happy and it's always him yeah. somehow supporting them <clears throat> in whatever project they were working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Um, it uh yeah i don't know what kind of stuff would you like to talk about since you're here um that's a good question we could talk about um the first time we did secret santa as a group do that so it was the year that some of our group members started moving away and so it was kind of hard cuz we couldn't all be together for a Christmas party that we generally have. Mm -hmm. So someone had the idea to do secret Santa and we drew names and each got a person and, um, Joe got me. And I remember this, by the way, this was the coolest thing anyone has ever done for me, (laughs) (laughs) but I get home. So earlier this day I had gotten a call i think it was the same day lars had hit a deer with our main vehicle it was that long ago it was it was the day after okay because that car was wrecked yeah (laughs) and he had a show so he took right the other car Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i got home and there's a box on my porch with a glow stick on it and a clue (laughs) (laughs) And I was being sent on a scavenger hunt without a car. (laughs) Excellent. It's perfect. So I went and got my father-in-law, Oli, and he drove me around as we followed all these clues. And he had a blast, too, Mm -hmm. because we were deciphering all these clues. And 
started at the coffee shop and ended up out at the Christmas tree. I had to sneak into the middle of Broad Street to go mm-hmm. grab a clue off of the Christmas tree. <laughs> there was one on our swinging bridge. There was one behind the theater. Yeah. And uh, when I finally, it ended back at my house. <laughs> okay. So he had me go all around town so that he could sneak back to leave my present at my house. Yes. And when I finally got it, it was filled with all this great 90s stuff. And he had gotten me the first, now that's what I call music CD. Mm -hmm. So my vehicle now has, I think, 14. Now that's what I call music CDs because I buy them all the time. Started a trend. (laughs) That first one was good. That was. There was a girl that I was seeing in, um, uh, no, Altoona. It was Altoona. She stole it. She, <laughs> I don't think I ever got it back from her. I met her at Adventureland. There's your, you know, mm, clear warning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I have one and then like three through through 13 or something. And two is the mm-hmm. one I need. Two is going to be a yeah. good one, I'm sure. Keep an eye out. Um, I remember him planning that and where he was going <laughs> to put things. And he was telling me all about it. I think we might have together brainstormed the whole go to the go to the goat thing because then you got a coffee there as well, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's funny. Um I don't know, maybe maybe the goal of this is for anybody that was really close with Joe um I don't know, maybe this can be kind of therapeutic for you if you haven't had anybody to talk to about it or whatever call Um, in now (laughs) we don't have the technology (laughs) crap you know our mutual friend and friend of mine from high school paul was here this past weekend and we had a bit of time together uh before he left where it was just the two of us and we were talking about joe a bit and he he got to know him a bit and joe stayed at his place a couple times with us and um i i forget exactly how it was brought up but he um he you know we were talking about a lot of the stuff that we had done in the past and it was brought up how like how different it's going to be now that he's gone and i think because even when the the cancer was getting bad and spreading uh i made it a point to be if i could that day if i didn't have like a wedding or something like that that i just absolutely had to be at that i would be by his side for at least some of the day uh without getting on bill and veronica's nerves <laughs> you know which i never was they were like they've been so kind to me uh and i can get into more of that later but um paul had mentioned that and um it was just kind of starting to dawn on me that i just haven't had any downtime yet because I've just been going and doing things. And, and now that he's gone, you know, we're working on stuff for the funeral. And uh, what is what is today? Tuesday? I think it's Tuesday. So the, the funeral's on, on Thursday. And um, you can look up details for that. And then we're having a big, a big party that I'm really hoping is a party and is not depressing at all. Because that's, that's the goal. Um, Joe said in his... Oh my God. He wrote, he wrote a, he wrote a note to me. I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. He wrote a note to me when he found out that the cancer had spread. And uh, one of the things in there, it was like his wishes for his funeral and all of that. And one of the notes in there was he wanted to put the fun in funeral. So, (laughs) so that's what we're going to try to do, Joe. We're going to, we're going to do our best. Everybody should, should wear something loud and bright and um we're going to be playing music that joe loved and that uh, songs that make people think of joe and uh, all of that i mean we're introducing a new drink called the banana joe 
<laughs> and uh, if you don't know what that is, ask us later because it's a thing. I don't know <clears throat> what it is, but I will drink five. Oh, not the drink. What Banana Joe is, is oh. what I meant. So the Banana Joe, I can tell you what the Banana Joe is. But ugh, now you're going to make me say the whole fucking thing. <laughs> the, the Banana Joe is, so when Joe would go to the bar, his go-to would be a rum and coke. But then, so we're putting a twist on that. And I'm he would have loved it. It's a banana rum and coke. And it, like, really works. And I'm not saying it hasn't been done before. Obviously, it's been done before. But we're going to name it whatever the fuck we want to. And it's called the Banana Joe now. That's perfect. And, um, all right. Because you twisted my arm. <laughs> the first time my family ever saw Joe was, and I believe this was the inception of it. That somebody can try to tell me otherwise, but I'm not sure I'll believe you. Uh, the first time he ever came to my door, he was dressed in that fucking banana <laughs> costume that he wore pretty much every Halloween. And uh, other occasions. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> and um, we already have other Joes that we know. So my kids started calling him Banana Joe. <laughs> and then it carried over to the friend group. And because we have Uncle Joe, we have another group. We've got, and then there's Banana Joe. And... Uh, yeah, and then it just kind of stuck. So that's that's where it that's where it came from. And um, what was I talking about? Reel me back in. Where was I going with this? I think. We oh were yes, on the, yeah. The, no, Paul. You know. I oh, yeah, yeah. When Paul was here. Um, sorry. Uh, but I just I realized that I hadn't had any downtime, and um, you know, he, he would be the friend that I would just always whenever there was a dull moment, you know, you could text. And I know you did a lot of that with him as well. And, um, yeah, just not anticipating that, that void, um, whatsoever. Uh, but I've been, I've been staying busy because I'm doing stuff for the, for the funeral and for the thing at timeout. And um, so that's been keeping me busy, but it's also, I was telling Veronica earlier that um, there's this picture I was looking for, for the, uh, the event at timeout. And it's a picture that I took of Joe that is him doing stand up on the stage. And that's where we'll display the picture. But it was um, something that I didn't know if I had anymore. And I knew that I had, um, I knew that I had sent the photo to somebody. So I found that it was on Facebook. But anybody that knows anything about anything with photos and Facebook is that as soon as you put it on Facebook, it like ruins the photo. It takes away <laughs> the quality. So I was on a mission to try to find this fucking photo for hours. And um, I just couldn't find it. But I couldn't not look for it. Like it, it was just like hyper focused because if I if I didn't do it, like I was, I don't know, just like failing at that. And it's like something that I needed to do for him and for his family. And, and, um, like two, two and a half hours I looked for that <laughs> and I went onto a hard drive and I'm like, it's not there. But then like an hour later, I'm back on the hard drive just <laughs> trying to look again. And I can't, I don't know. Maybe it's here now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, there it is. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I'm just not looking forward to those times that um, I mean, he was just he was always there for me. Well, and and um, one thing we started, I think it was last year because we decided early on that our covid circle needed to include Joe. Mm -hmm. So we started watching Big Brother together. Yeah. And that was what, three times a week. Mm hmm. Um, so this year we got one episode watched and then we had, we didn't have a chance to watch any other ones with Joe. Yeah. So I haven't watched it yet mm. at all, except for the first episode. So mm. we'll see if that is going to happen or maybe I just missed this season, but I also feel like I should watch yeah. it. Isn't, isn't it weird <laughs> yeah. how it can affect stuff like that well and it was so fun because after watching it last season joe comes in for the finale and he had made lars and i keys uh, so we had we were like perfect. yay we get to be on big brother 
Oh, man. You know, for anybody that's having trouble with this, you're not alone. Uh, I know that that's an overused thing, but um, I was in... uh, I was in, I think it was... Had we made it to California yet? I don't know. Uh, All of this like started happening when the family and I went on vacation and it was like that day. It was crazy. But then I think it must've been the second morning away or something like that. got the call. Um, I think you had tried to call me, but I was very much asleep. And then uh, our mutual friend, Joe Farrell got through and told me what was going on. I was still just waking up. (laughs) Um, so it didn't really set in until later, but they, they just said it's, it's not looking good. Um, and I didn't know if I should come home. I was inclined to come home. Uh, but we had so much vacation planned. Uh, it was like two weeks worth. And so I think it was later that day we ended up, in the mountains and near the redwoods and all of that in Northern California, where I was able to get on the phone with Veronica. Not me. Not you. So a lot of times when I talk to people, I either say friend Veronica or mom Veronica. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard me do that. Probably not if you were in the room. But I I was able to get her on the phone and it was probably the most rough conversation that I've ever had. And it, Oh my God, we were driving through the mountains and I couldn't like, I would get a signal and I was talking to her and then it would cut out because you're going through all of these, you know, valleys and all, I don't know what they call it. Is it a gulch? What is it? Um, but they <laughs> were, we're, we're driving through and then I would lose her. And so then I would, I would come back out again and then call back and then, Somebody was coming in the the doctor's office. So then she was like, hey, I got to go. And I'm like, OK, call me back. And then but I didn't know if I was going to have a signal. So finally, I just fucking pulled over and I was able to to talk with her. And I let her know. Um, and Becky was right there next to me. But I, I, I just said, um, you know, I haven't really lost anybody. Um, and I know he was still there. Then, but even the idea of it was like just too much. And the fact that we had so much distance between us at that point, like two days worth of driving. And um, I cannot say enough great things about Joe's parents and um, how much I respect them and just, I don't know, just everything. Uh, along those lines and I and I the thing that stood out to me especially right off the bat was that they were willing to ask for help yeah which is great because we're able to help them but it's also great because we could feel less useless in the situation oh my god yeah I couldn't imagine that not having that but um I I went on the phone First of all, I told her that I'm a shitty cry. Like, I was trying to talk to her, but I was crying at the same time. And, like, I can't, like, I'm barely breathing when I'm crying. So it was just a mess. And I I didn't want to put it on her, but I think she knew where I was coming from. And was being just incredibly sweet. And I just said, I need you to tell me if I should come back or stay and she said um, that that we should for sure stay, and that he wasn't he wasn't gone or anything. Even though you know I couldn't talk to him at the time, he was having that was when he was having those crazy migraines. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so she said definitely stay. You know we'll be in contact, and um, and we did uh, for as long as we could, as long as Joe was able to have his phone and um, all of that. So I 
called and sent texts multiple times a day. We would send videos from wherever we were. We were on some mountain hill thing near the ocean <laughs> and like we FaceTimed him and I, I, I had a wonderful uh, time talking to him there and it was him holding the phone out. So it showed him in the hospital bed with uh, his mom in the background and, and just had a great talk. And, um, and then uh, we did, we did end up uh, trimming some of the, trip there was some other stuff that we were going to do but we just wanted to get back and i'm just i'm glad that we did when we did um because the very next day we got back really late so then i went over and started spending some time with him and and uh, the family and they it's meant so much to me because they've treated me like family Mm -hmm. there and um I don't know if I could have gone through this stuff without that um, and their willingness to to let me be around and, um, you know, not saying anything about anybody else. But they said, you know, we're limiting some other visitors, but you anytime that you want to be here, you can be here. And I, it, you know, um kind of wish I was there more but this is your turn to talk oh (laughs) (laughs) I need a yeah this is that's your cue I was gonna let Um, you take a moment there yeah um yeah I I also got that feeling from them that they I I constantly have a worry that I'm either doing too much or too little and so it was it was just really nice. Every time I was over there, I was reassured that, yes, thank you for what you're doing and getting hugs. And mm-hmm. even a couple times, Bill went in and poked at Joe to see if he could wake up to say hi to me. Yeah. <clears throat> now it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, he... I was able to spend... Um, some time with him where he could he could talk a, a decent amount with me and um so we talked about a bunch of things and i was asking him like his favorite this his favorite that and um and so i got i got some of that information from i you know a lot of it i knew or or i had suspected things but there was a day there that we just uh, he i asked i said what's your favorite weird al album and i thought i knew and, you know, it was Bad Hair Day. And so, like, one of the 90s ones. So we just sat there and listened to that. And uh, actually, the night before, when we were talking about it, the night before we listened to it, um, I started, like, mentioning some songs. And even with all of his pain and whatever, I was like, oh, and then there's that Syndicated Incorporated. And I said, that's one of my favorite songs. <laughs> and and he's over there in his hospital bed, you know, there at home. just And he starts singing it. <laughs> Well, I had that happen one time, too. We were Mm -hmm. talking about Saturday Night Live, and I thought he was asleep. Mm -hmm. And uh, we mentioned something. It was when we were listening to um, the Foo Fighters album. Yeah. And um, we were talking about the Bee Gees, and I said, oh, yeah, it's Ah, the 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 Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live, Bee Gees, Barry Gibb talk show. And Joe, out of nowhere, just goes, tying it up. And I almost fell out of my shirt. <laughs> he was he was still still with it, still quick with with those things. Um so Joe passed on Saturday morning and I had a wedding all day, uh brother-in-law's wedding all day on uh Friday. Well, you were there, you know. I was there. Um but Thursday night, I got to spend some time with him, and uh, he wasn't responding too much. And he was doing this thing where he, he kind of needed to lay on his side. So I moved over to his side so I could see him. And I said, all right, well, you're not doing much talking, so I'm going to do all the talking. But I don't have anything to say. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I uh, I pulled up on my phone. I wonder if I still have it. I don't know where my phone is. 
but I pulled up, um, I think the article was called, it's not an article. I don't know why I said that. It's a list. It says uh, 85 Mitch Hedberg quotes. So I just started reading him <laughs> Mitch Hedberg, Hedberg jokes, who he loves. And uh, so much so that he like went up to see his his grave. I think it's in Minnesota <clears throat> or something. And uh, I mean, we're talking about jokes like um, I wear a necklace so I know when I'm upside down. <laughs> <laughs> was, I I so I read like I don't know like 30 or 40 of these things and um it just meant a lot to me because uh even through how much medication he was on and how out of it he was he was smiling and uh he was getting it and I'm just glad I had that um, before, before he was gone. And, uh, because I, I don't think that I, at that point it was possible to get anything more than that. Um, yeah. So then I got, uh, the message from Bill saying that he had passed and, uh, I could come over if I wanted to. And I'm just so glad that I was awake. So then we were all able to go over there and spend some time with the family. And again, uh, they were just so inviting and kind to let me be there for all of that. Because I'm not sure how I would be able to move on without the amount of closure that I was able to get from that time. Um, don't get me wrong. Like there's some closure, but this is still shitty. (laughs) This is still like terrible. We haven't thrown out the fuck cancer yet. So let's do that. Um, yeah, we don't, I I don't need to get into too many details about stuff. I mean, I could go on and on about like the story and everything. And, but you know, it doesn't need to be that sad. It's just, uh, like I had told mom Veronica on the phone, I've just like, I lost a a grandfather on my stepdad's side in, in 2000. And other than that, like a great grandma that, you know, for the last long while, I didn't really get to see her much. And she didn't even know who I was anymore at the end. So, uh, this is very different and it's still, still hitting me on a daily sometimes hourly basis and i know a lot of our friends and family are feeling that and um you're not alone uh i had a lot of people text me because they knew how close we were and um apologies if i haven't gotten back to you yet but if i haven't i will um it's, uh, I don't know, new territory and not to be negative or anything, but it's like, you know, I sit here and I think about it and it's like, if this is what's in store, <laughs> you know, yeah. for losing friends and family and yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a bit much. Well, and along the line of what you were saying with it, if you're struggling, you're not alone. It's grief is different for everyone too. So if you think that your reactions are wrong, they're not, it's your own way of processing what's happening. You know, Lance and I have completely different ways of grieving, but both are completely valid. Yeah. I wish, you know, I hear, I hear people talk about how they have people that, they talk to after they're gone and how they can communicate with them in some way, shape or form. And my response to that is that I'm open to it. (laughs) So I don't know what's, what's taking so long. He's got to get checked in. I guess so. (laughs) I guess so. Um, 
I had a, a moment. Uh, I was at Joe's place today uh, picking up something and and tidying up <clears throat> a few things. And um, I did. Like, I stood in the living room and, yeah, just, like, started talking and just seeing if anything would happen and at, like at that point it would have been welcomed <laughs> i don't think i would have been freaked out at all but uh, you know i just <clears throat> but that's I, not joe <laughs> i know this is our mutual friend julie was saying that she was thinking about that as well about like is he gonna visit us some sort of manifestation. And or she said, but signs. knowing it's Joe, it's going to be in the worst possible time. He's just going to pop up and she's on the toilet or something. Knowing it's Joe, uh, she'll probably feel somebody sniff her hair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So one time we did a show for our uh, theater troupe and... Um, I had a smaller part in the show because we were building the uh, the bar that we have now. And so for the entire second act, I am like outside and hanging out. So Joe and I would hang out outside and he's getting ready to go on. And so in this particular show, it's called Curtains. And he ends up being like the killer, right? Or like what do they what yeah, do they call him? He full on murdered me at the Oh, yeah, it was you. That's right. Yep. And um didn't he murder me too? Or oh, how he did, did yeah, murder you too. That's right. We both. Oh um, no! Wait, he didn't murder you. Your wife murdered you, and because oh, everyone else was getting murdered, that so. checks out. Might as well. Right. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, <laughs> so we are we are quote backstage, but just kind of off to the stage, uh, on the side, and I believe that this was the last night. Because there was two weekends, mm -hmm. right? And this was the last time he got to play Daryl Grady. Yep. And he wanted to make an impact. And I said... <laughs> he did. <laughs> you know what you should do? Because <laughs> what, what, like, what was the thing with the character? How does it... Like, he... he identifies himself or then he's like he captures her yeah there's the big reveal yeah and then he is holding julie's character julie's character hostage yeah. basically at knife point and so he's holding her like i knew that this was coming and i'm like <laughs> dude smell her hair <laughs> <laughs> and he got so nervous he was like oh that would be hilarious and i'm like yes it will be <laughs> and he was like i don't know if i should do it and i said do it. <laughs> <laughs> and he went out there and oh my God, the moment that he did it, the audience was like, oh, <laughs> like everyone like recoiled in their seats. You could see it was the creepiest thing. <laughs> the reactions of everybody on stage to watching were genuine. <laughs> and then there was me. I also directed it. So I was. The character at the very beginning is uh, in the first scene and she gets killed off. And I was like, I need to do that. Mm -hmm. Only time I think I've ever directed and been in a show. I won't do it again. That right. was hard. Yeah. But I was in the balcony when that happened. <laughs> it was, just, it was and, just a thing between him and me. And it turned <laughs> into this. I just went, did he? Did? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, he's in trouble. He's. <laughs> but oh what my can you God. do? It's his last show. <laughs> That's true. I did like I, uh, you know, I was more concerned about the funny, and I was less concerned. And I apologize, Julie, about <laughs> the aftermath <laughs> and and how not okay with it she was. So I apologize, but well. And Julie's quote that she will tell you. <laughs> yeah. Is she said to him, This will be funny later. <laughs> but I'm really mad right now. Yes. <laughs> I can see that being the case. Um Joe was 
the most creative actor. He's <laughs> the most creative. Uh, he was one of the most social people. Like when he would come, excuse me, <laughs> when he would come to the bar, my eyes couldn't follow him from <laughs> up at the karaoke booth. He would go around and talk to so many people. And um, I I don't know. I still don't believe that he's gone. It's just too weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I... Uh, I don't know. I I think basically I wanted to give everyone out there a um a heads up. Uh there's there's four other episodes that haven't been put out yet. And I I will put them out. I've got one ready to go, but um on the same token as what you were saying with Big Brother, it's just it's kind of hard to edit mm-hmm. because it's you know, I've got them in my ear. And uh, it's like he's there, and that's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, but I will get him out there. Uh, we have two more album episodes, album monders. Um, and the next one is actually one that he uh, he picked the album. It was a uh, ACDC back in black. And then there was two uh, regular episodes of the podcast that are coming as well, and. For anybody that's familiar with this podcast, uh, <laughs> we talk about a bunch of stupid shit. So <laughs> I just need you to know <laughs> that um, don't be expecting anything profound out of those episodes because it's quite the opposite. But we had a lot of fun making them. And man, you know, Joe loved all of you guys that listened and it meant so much to him that you would tune in i like i know that's a radio term but they that you would spend time listening to us and whatever the hell we were talking about that week or on that episode and um he just uh, um before it got real bad but he was at his parents house already he was um, laying on the couch one day and I was in the room with him and he said, man, I wish we could record. And he said, I, I would, I would really like to record. Uh, I just don't have the energy to do it. And I said, dude, <laughs> like we have so much stuff out there. People could make up their own episodes. If they were motivated, <laughs> they could make us say anything. <laughs> That'll be my next project. It'd be like, it'd be like a deep fake about just a whole episode about us talking about conspiracies or something and um but that's that's how much he enjoyed talking to you guys and uh putting stuff out there so um yeah so i i feel like i'm missing something that i wanted to talk about but i don't know what it is did you want to do a content warning for the one episode <laughs> Well, I feel like I kind of did that, but um, you didn't specify, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, like, in one of these episodes that's coming up, we spend like a solid half hour talking about how you would hide a body <laughs> if you <laughs> murdered somebody. And we had to like be like, okay, first of all, why are we murdering this person? And and what what motivation do we have so that you're not just going to the cops after it happened? And uh, so we created this whole scenario. And so, you know, if you're not ready to listen to things like that. Uh, but we had a lot of fun making it. And, um, you know, I don't know the, the future of this whole thing, if, if we try to keep this going somehow, but, uh, for now I'm, I'm just going to try to put those episodes out there and, um, you know, we got these other episodes coming up and, um, I hope that you guys enjoy them, get to them whenever you can get to them. Um, and if it's, 
not the time, that's okay. But I'm going to put them there uh, so people have them. Uh, God damn it. I don't know what to say <sighs> right okay. now because you're fine. talking about the episodes. Uh, yeah. What else do you got? And then I'm going to wrap it up. Anything? I think that's it. You think that's it? I mean, I could tell Joe stories all night, but maybe that's correct for another time. Yeah, maybe when it's not so fresh. Yeah. Uh, buddy, we all fucking loved you. And you were one of the best people that I knew. And um, it just meant so much to me that I got to be your friend. Um, I think that's that because if I say anything else, it's just going to end poorly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, thank you to everyone that's listened with us and come along for this, uh, this ride that was our podcast. And, um, we just can't thank you enough. Um, Joe loved all of you and yeah, we're all better for having known him and uh, this is going to take some time, but we will get through it together. And if you want a good laugh and you want to hear what Joe thought about pretty much everything, (laughs) we have all of these episodes. Um, but but thank you and um maybe we'll uh see you out there in the real world soon so thank you veronica because i uh know for a fact that i couldn't have done this without you <laughs> thank you for including me in this yeah and um that is that so uh there's no music this is just going to be done and uh look for the the next episode soon where we are very ridiculous <laughs> and <laughs> things were things were uh were crazy and normal and um Joe was with us and that's the way I would like to remember it. So take care and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. I really wanted to go tug it up at the very end. There's no music. Talking it up. <laughs>